What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Black Health Academy podcast. I am Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy and the host of this super dope podcast, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. What up, Jay? What up, though? We are back. Jay is with me this week. So it's been about four weeks now since we've heard Jay here on the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed my solo episode that I did two weeks ago called Fasting, Napping, and Winning. Shared a lot of uh, my personal experiences in the last couple of weeks in my career and in my health. So I hope you guys got some value out of that. Thank you for continuing to rock with us. Uh, Jay is back on the podcast today and we have a lot to recap and go over. Did I say a lot? We have a (laughs) lot, Jay. We got a lot to go over. So I'm super excited to share with you guys how Jay's uh, recent birthday celebration went. Um, I want to tell you about some stuff that happened recently. So I'm excited about this episode. Um, And then we want to get into some stuff that's been pulling at our heartstrings lately uh, about the experience of African-Americans just in the health and wellness space. And so we'll get into that a little later. Um, but Jay, before we get into any other segment, um, and I think we're going to swap out today, we're going to swap out the, um, the, uh, what, what, the pledge. The pledge yeah. yeah, we're going to swap out the pledge for a little Black Health History today. Okay. Um, remember, we used to do our Black Health History yeah. segment. <laughs> so I'm going to swap that out Swap that out today. I'm still in my Black History mode. In that last episode, Jay, I told them about when I spoke at SpeakerCon a couple weeks ago, and I won a three-minute speaking uh, pitch, speech competition by talking about Black Health History, mm-hmm. right? And so I want to revisit the Black Health History segment today again. So it's, it's kind of still on my spirit. It ain't all out my system yet. Okay. Uh, so, but first, somebody just turned another year older. Um, it's, that? it's birthday season. <laughs> is this is this fine chica sitting across from me? Uh, how are you feeling? Listen, forty two look good on you. Thank man. Listen, thank you. I feel so much. Has gratitude just ever hit you? You know, I run a joke about we need to wear helmets because sometimes blessings just hit you over the head. Yes. Yes. Gratitude almost knocked me completely out. <laughs> almost not. I'm glad I wasn't driving because I got knocked over the head with gratitude. And it's so funny as you get older, people make jokes like, yo, you getting old, I see great hairs. And I was like, I'm so grateful. I'm so glad that I'm getting to see this. The more gray hairs I get means I'm seeing my kids get older. And the more gray hairs I get means I'm getting that much closer to possibly seeing my grandchildren. Yeah. I can't stay the same age and see all the things that I want to see and yep. have all the experience that I want to experience. And all the people who didn't make it, you know, I know that's kind of sound like a cliche. Like everybody didn't get to see, but yeah. it hit me in my soul that there's so many people for absolutely no reason at all, car accident, fluke accident, health reasons, yep. whatever the case may be, not didn't even get to see half this age and i'm sitting here 42 years old in good health and good spirits with mm. friends and family who came out for me all weekend and showed me so much love yeah all weekend from friday to sunday and i just i can't express how grateful i am for that yes Yes, it was a phenomenal weekend. You were lifted. You were living your best life that weekend. Um, and you did it kind of different this year in, in that you gave uh, different uh, breaks of time to people in your life as opposed to making it all one big celebration. Yeah, I didn't have a big celebration. Yeah. I, you know, some some days was just Nick and I, and we went to have dinner, and then we went to, you know, have a drink here. And yeah. then the, the next morning, Saturday morning, my sister Mina and I just went and had 
brunch, and then I went to do other. Then at night, Lovi and my sisters and I went to, just four of us, and then I ran into your sister yep. out and about. <laughs> um, and then the next day, we went like oh, it was just different, different things. And then on Sunday, my birthday, actual birthday, uh, you, Mina, and I, we just did meditation in the morning, which yeah. uh, we just woke up in gratitude and just listening to your own breathing and the sounds. And you know what? what's funny is that when we did the meditation, I'm not used to sitting in complete silence for meditation. It's usually guided yeah. meditation. So my, starts, my thoughts started going everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, Jay, I want to just think positive things. So I, I was like, okay, I'm going to think about all the things I'm grateful for mm -hmm. from A to Z. Mm -hmm. When I say that is the most humbling experience that I've had in a long time, mm. I'm like, A, I'm grateful for. And then it was everything I was grateful for, for A. Yeah. I, it, it just reminded me, all the things, I'll give you an example for um, M. I was grateful for my daughter Morgan. Mm -hmm. I was grateful for the money that allows me to travel, see things, do things. Mm. I was grateful for my sister Mina. Mm. I was grateful for just not living a, a life of monotony. Yeah. Just different mm. things. And mm. every letter I had things. And I was like, I, I have every reason to be grateful. I love it. Every reason. Oh, my God. Gratitude is the best place to live because it it's not really about staying humble or having humility. It's just about... So I'll give you an example because... It's so interesting that you brought up gratitude because I was literally just studying it on a different level just yesterday. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was listening to this expert on like personality and human development and how our brain and our thoughts become things, right? Right. And he, I, he, I was listening to one, I've listened to one of his, the same lecture of his three times because mm -hmm. I just need to really get this stuff, right? And in one of his lectures, he was talking about um, being grateful. He's like, but not for what you already have, but grateful for what you want that hasn't arrived yet. Mm. And he said, it's literally the difference between cause and effect mm -hmm. and causing effect. Mm. I said, wait so a minute. Run that back uh, that, that deserves a rewind, <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't it? Absolutely. So I said, sad again, young sir. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to an inanimate object that can't talk back. That's fine. Um, it's a difference between cause and effect. Most of us live our life like this happened and it caused this reaction. And now I feel this way about it. Mm -hmm. As opposed to using your thoughts and your feelings to create your destiny, you're causing an effect, right? And so, therefore, you live in a place where you're grateful for what is going to come to you because you're already ma plant, you're manifesting it, right? And so literally they all all yesterday, Jay, I was so wrapped up into this new way of thinking. I just kept repeating everything I was grateful for that hadn't arrived yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That I've been like thinking and wanting for. And I started, yeah. oh my God, I was just going over how grateful I am for like the, our, what our company looks like mm -hmm. by the end of next year. I'm like, ooh. And I mean, <laughs> it was just juicy. And you know what's funny about that? You, you without realizing before you got that lesson, you was already doing it. You said it like three or four times. Like you like 20, 2020 is going to be such a good year for us. Yeah. We're going we gonna to be so good in 2020. Yeah. And it was always we. And, and so I bought it too. <laughs> I have bought completely into it. And then so, you're like, 2020, man, we're going to just be weak. And 
It's true. You not only did you speak into your life, but you can speak it into somebody else. Absolutely. That's, that's so important to have those positive affirmations yes. and those positive words. And not just positive, just like I'm about to bring life into your world. Absolutely. Because people can, oh my God, it's going to be a great day. No, I need more than that. No, 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 no. <laughs> and you have to manifest it as a belief. But you know, you're the first person that taught me that. I don't know if you remember years ago, we were at the Chipotle in Southfield on 12 Mountain Telegraph. What you what you going to stop doing and saying I ain't got no memory? Because I think I don't prove to you plenty you of times. Cause, cause you always so shocked that I remember something. I was. Did you see it? Yes, on my I face? did. I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it made me. You can never play poker. You can never play poker because everything is right here. But I remember you teaching me. We were at the Chipotle at Twelve Mountain Telegraph, and we were sitting down eating our food. And you were talking about how you have to tell your subconscious something because your subconscious doesn't know the difference between reality and truth. I mean, you know, reality and, and uh, non I remember that yes. lesson when I learned it. Yes. Yeah. And wow. you, yeah. Huh? I'm impressed. I'm, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, you know, you were like, so just keep saying it. Like, just keep saying it. Yeah. Because you're, you have to plant that belief system into your subconscious whether or not you truly believe it, like you might really, it might be a lie right now. Yeah. Like it might to you be like not real, not. But you, you told me that like you had to plant these seeds in your subconscious, yeah. and that's exactly what this gentleman was talking about. And so, I've you know placed because I wake up every morning, so I have an alarm that goes off at six a.m. to pray every single morning, and then I I do my prayer, and then I do go over what I'm grateful for, but it's always the things I already have, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so now I, I'm like, oh, I'm about to tack on the stuff that I'm about to manifest that mm -hmm. I already, it's already, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy for this. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for my multi-million dollar company and I'm so grateful for the change mm -hmm. we're able to cause in the world and I'm so grateful for my team and I'm so grateful for my health and just how I'm just like, I mean, just everything. And so I just want to piggyback off that, like, yeah, because I really enjoy meditation as well. And you're right. Like, I've always uh, I've always been intimidated by completely silent me meditation. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but when our instructor said what he said about, you know, he when he first started, he was complaining about his thoughts going everywhere. And his teacher said, yeah. it's not that when it gets quiet, your thoughts go crazy. It's that you find it's finally got Slow quiet enough for listen. you to notice yeah. that this is what your brain does all day. Exactly. Oh, that was that was, big. that was so heavy. Yeah. Like no, he every time I get quiet, my mind go crazy. No, your mind is literally you're just, always going you're crazy. You're just always interrupted from that thought. Yeah. Getting pulled in different directions. Absolutely. And, yeah. That Absolutely. was that was deep. That was deep, right? So that was like we went to meditation at a, a Buddhist temple in Hamtramck, uh, Michigan, and uh, it was it was really really nice, and it was um, a mixture of seated silent meditation, walking meditation. Uh, and it was it was really nice, and I look forward to going back. And I, we had a nice lunch afterward, so it was a great way uh, to celebrate your birthday. And mm -hmm. I really, you know, appreciate you for doing that. So oh, it, was, it was good. Yeah, it was really good. And then I ended the night with volunteering. Um, I was like, I want this day to be about just being conscious, present, and giving. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't want it to be. Oh, we're going out tonight, and mm -hmm. you know, I was like, I just really want to be just full this day and mm. how do you do that so it was a meditation mm -hmm. and then like they said you break bread we had lunch and then uh came spent time with the kids and then um volunteered at a um, a family a family uh shelter shelter uh -huh. um for <clears throat> men or women it was primarily women you had to just have to have children uh -huh. And so that was nice. And then just came on home. It was at home by like 8 o'clock. And yeah. that was my birthday. And I loved it. Yeah. I had such, I seen 
everybody, I seen everybody that meant something to me the weekend. I seen everybody that like really, really means something. I saw, you know, of course my three siblings. I seen, I saw my, you know, my brother and brother-in-law and I see you and, and Lobi and Nick and these my kids. And I was just like, I love this weekend. Yes. I love this weekend. And you guys gave me really meaningful things that you put thought into. Yes. It wasn't just like here. Yeah. This is, it. I was like, wow, I've just really loved, loved. And that it's it just, it, every time I think about it, I was like, this was the best birthday ever. <laughs> best, I don't know if I'm ever going to have a big celebration again. Like I'm going to see you yes. starting Thursday, you Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, Monday. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was awesome. That loved is it. cool to divvy up time like that and get loved on in pockets like that where people can really, because you get to spend one-on-one -on -one time and just talk about the things that relate yeah, to y'all relationship. Exactly. Not trying to merge everything and, yes. and divide your yes. tension up. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It was just like just shots of love. Yes. It was it was beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to recap that. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um and making everybody go to the vegan restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Making everybody eat vegan. Yeah, everybody eat vegan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Um, so I thought that was nice. So Next, do you have a wait what? I do have a wait what. Actually. Okay, before we get into wait what, I'm gonna do Black Health History, sure, real quick, um, because I want to read. So, <laughs> kind of, it's a kind of play on words here. When I say I want to do Black Health History, what I'm saying is that I want to talk about a way in which I see myself making Black Health History. Okay. Okay. So here's what I mean. First thing is uh, last year, well, this year actually, it's still 2019, I spoke uh, back in like May, I think it was, or March even, um, at University of Michigan. They asked me to come in and speak for their veg week, mm -hmm. but they asked me to speak on the intersectionality of veganism, mm -hmm. which basically means how different demographics intersect with veganism, whether they be black, white, you know, different socioeconomic statuses, what does it look like for those, those people, right? Um, and I did, I spoke, it went well. So just yesterday, uh, U of M emailed me again and they said, Lisa, we want to have you back for Veg Week uh, in 2020 and we want you to again speak on inter intersectionality of veganism. And I was so full because when I spoke this year, the 90% of the audience was, was white, mm -hmm. right? And so I'm teaching them how this diet that is considered elitist still by most of my people is of impacting us because in my people's eyes, we don't have access to eating this way. Mm -hmm. Right. And I remember after speaking for about an hour, these young white students lining up to ask me questions mm -hmm. about what they could do mm. to n break down that misconception. Right. That being vegan is for somebody who's rich and white. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I told and I taught them how I was doing my part in bringing this information to our community, starting with the Black Health Academy, that's a 100% plant-based company, and teaching, you know, my people on the life-saving power of nutrition when we remove animal products. And I'm so thrilled that they saw the value in that lecture that they asked me back to do it again. And so being able to educate other audiences on what's going on with us, because I remember even one student lining up and being like, I work in a, I, I volunteer in a Pontiac or something, and 
what should I, and most of the people are people of color who are, I'm trying to teach this stuff to, how should I be approaching this? Where should we be going grocery shopping? Te teach me, tell me. And so I was so happy to answer questions like that. So I'm like, that's a little thing. That's a little part of black health history right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like us really being able to get into these institutions and educate them on what they need to know on how to better serve us. Absolutely. Right. So yeah. that part. Um, but then also, so I'm speaking next year at a conference in May called the Plant-Based Prevention of Disease Conference. It's a huge conference. It's an annual conference. It's usually in Raleigh, North Carolina. 2020 is going to be the first year that it's in Michigan. It's going oh, to be okay. at Eastern Michigan University. It's going to be at EMU up in Ypsilanti. So I'm scheduled to speak on the second day of the conference on May 30th. So th there's a flyer on their website that has all the speakers, right? And it's on my website as well. And so it's this flyer that has all the speakers. And I got an email mm -hmm. um, from a young lady a couple days ago. And I'm going to read it to you. It's real short. <clears throat> it says, good morning, Lisa. As I was scrolling through the lineup for speakers for next year's annual national conference of plant-based prevention of disease, um, and this will be, she, she said, this will be my first time attending. I was so excited to see a face that looks like mine. We have similar backgrounds, and I was considering taking Dr. Campbell's certification course as well. I love the work that you're doing, and I'd like to know if you have a few minutes for a quick conversation to help me on my journey as well. Thanks so much for your consideration. Right? So I was like, oh, my God. And I didn't even think, I knew that there weren't um, very many uh, black people at this conference speaking, booked to speak at this conference, but I didn't even realize I was the only black woman. Right. Right. I'm the only black woman. And then as far as black people in general, I think it's one, maybe two more out of a bunch of like doctors and professionals and all this stuff. Right. So maybe three black people total, including me. And only one is a woman, me. Mm. Go ahead, sis. And this woman saw my my picture on the flyer and it moved her so much that she saw fit to email me. And, and looked me, found my email. To, right. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. Had to do the work to figure yeah. out how to get in contact with me and say, oh my God, I'm going to this conference and what it means to me to see somebody that looks like me. Yeah. And that's not the first time I heard that when someone sees your picture. Oh, saw your picture. Oh, really? Can't see. Yeah. It's not the first time. Yeah. They'll comment or something like, I love seeing someone who looks like me. Yes. And that's exactly what I told them at U of M last year. I said, do you got, I actually put up all the doctors on the screen, on my slides that I learned from. You know, Gregor, yeah, Khan, Furman, Bernard, E. Colin Campbell, Esselstyn. White, 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 white. Man, 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 man. I said, it's not that we, it is partly that we think this is elitist diet, but I was like, it's also because we have no representation. Yeah. People need to see people that look like them to know that this is available to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so anyway, because I'm about to get angry. <laughs> she saw me. She emailed me. We booked a call. We talked uh, two days ago on Friday. Shout out to Sky. And she's out of New York. You know, she's doing her own health and wellness fitness thing in New York. She's also vegan. And she's like, I want to do what you do. Can you, what do you do? She said, tell me how you make money off of nutrition. She's like, I don't believe people think it's, you know, they're going to pay for it and blah, blah, blah. And I just was knocking them down for, I'm like, no, this is, no, you thinking wrong. This is how you need to think. This is how you need to look at it. And I was so happy, number one, that I can pour into another sister who's trying to start a plant-based company mm -hmm. and want to do what I do. And she, and I was happy to like, you know, give her some mentorship. 
But also I was happy that she feels like I'm showing up next year to yeah. a conference where I have representation. Yeah. So I'm like, come on now. Mm -hmm. So both both of those things made me very happy. Yeah. And I wanted to share them because I was like, okay. Oh, All right, Lee. Look out 2020. Listen, I'm putting them blinders on and buying some helmets. I'm keeping a helmet on reserve. Oh, you better. You better. Maybe a full body armor because yeah. them blessings. <laughs> them blessings is, is falling. They and I heard they hit hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they not be lying flat in the street. He get hit by a car. No, a blessing. Got hit by a blessing. You hear me? Knocked me clean out. Clean out. Just not waking up. Where's you down from? I got hit with a blessing. I couldn't take it. Too hard, too heavy. <laughs> too hard, oh, too heavy. Too much, baby. Sometimes well, the blessings be People lot. kill me. Oh, sometimes life gets you, knock you out of left field. No, them blessings is what will knock you out of left field. You hear me? Clean out. Clean out. So, yes. Okay. Now for wait what? Wait what? Wait what is our segment where we identify something we either saw, heard, or experienced in the last two weeks that made us go, wait what? So, with it being Thanksgiving, of course, potluck season at work, right? No doubt. So, usually at a company, I try to be a good sport. But I've come to the conclusion that no, I, I'm just not. Yeah. So, um, you know, they walked around. <laughs> I don't know if anybody caught that, but okay. I'm just not. This is one of the things I'm not being a good sport about. Got officially. it. Got it. So, one of the, the women in upper management was walking around seeing who, because the culture is different where I'm at, because it's 90% white. Mm -hmm. And the culture is way more, with us, we're kind of cliquish. Mm -hmm. But with them, it's kind of, they want to make everyone feel like, Included. what are you guys going to do? Uh, what are we gonna... Yeah. So she walks around to my desk and she's like, okay, did you sign up for the potluck? I said, no, I'm not doing the potluck. She said, why? Why are you not doing the potluck? I said, because of the way I eat is not the way everyone else eats. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't eat any animal products. She said, that's fine. Just bring, you know, just bring something that you eat. And I said, well, it's a potluck. That kind of defeats <laughs> the, the purpose. purpose. Right. I'm going to bring food for everyone, and all I will be able to eat is my food. I said, that's kind of pointless. Why don't I just bring my just my lunch? And, and call it a day. Call it a yeah. day, right? So she's like, yeah, you got a point. Because even if you brought something that was, I don't trust, what kind of, so, I don't trust any of that stuff. Yeah. So she's like, okay, you have a point. So the day comes, and I'm, you know, everybody's going, getting their stuff, come back with their turkey and their mac and cheese and all this different stuff. So... I'm pulling my stuff out of my bag and I'm eating my uh, food at work. Because, you know, normally I come home. I've lately been staying Damn, at okay. work. So the I posted it on Facebook, the carrots and all that stuff. I, that's what I ate at work that okay. day. And the girl that sat next to me, she said, you don't eat meat? I said, no, I don't eat meat. She said, oh, you don't, so, what you, so what, what you eat? What else don't you eat? I said, I don't eat any animal products. I don't eat meat. I don't eat anything like dairy. He said, you don't eat fish or nothing? I said, no, I don't, I don't eat any animal. I don't eat it. And I'm used to it now. Right, I right. know people, when you say meat, they're like, so do you eat fish? Do you eat? Right, right. So I'm like, no, I don't eat any fish. I don't eat any cheese. I don't eat dairy. I don't eat anything that comes from an animal at all, right? Yeah. So I'm steadily putting my stuff out my bag, getting set up. I feel this laser beam on me. I said, you still staring at me. I said, you still staring. What? She's like, so what you eat? Why you eat like that? So I go into this whole long spiel, right? Uh -huh. 
telling her why I eat the way I eat, how important it is, how they, how we've been misled to believe that, you know, what they're presenting to us is actual food and how much it's having adverse effects on our mind, body, and our family, you know, the way, and just going on and on and on. I was like, we're not supposed to be getting sick like this. We're not supposed to be getting cancer like this. I was like, I'm 42 years old. The only thing that I put in my body is an iron pill. She said, the only thing you take is an iron pill. I said, yeah, the only thing I take, I was like, I'm not sick. I was like, I'm not on any medications. Or She said, wait a minute. <laughs> she older? This girl's like 32 years old. She said, wait a minute. This is my weight what? You don't got high blood pressure or nothing? <laughs> wow. I said, baby. No, we're not supposed, that's not, and I know it's commonplace. <laughs> well, she couldn't believe she it. Couldn't, she said, you ain't got high blood pressure or nothing? Like, what? You 42 years old and you ain't got high blood pressure or nothing. You don't take nothing. <laughs> I said it again, Jay. How she said it? She was, and she was looking at me like this. You ain't got high blood pressure or nothing? Whole neck swinging. <laughs> oh, what have they done to you? What wow. have they done to you? No, sweet. I not only do I not have any type of chronic <laughs> in the event they say I, I'm even tiptoeing in that direction. Uh -huh. If it's even a little elevated, that's right. That's oh, right. I'm pulling back even further. For sure. You, we have control. We have control. More control than than they want us to believe. And I said it's not your fault. No, it's not your fault. Mm -hmm. I said, trust me. They they make things appealing. Yeah. And they put they like pushers to so, us. Mm -hmm. So I understand why you never even considered eating like this because how often is it presented to you? Exposure. How often is it on your radar? That's right. Who else That's do you right. know? That's I'm right. like, but now you know. She was like, You're right, because my twenty nine year old cousin just got um diagnosed with ovarian cancer. I said, That's what I'm trying to tell you right there. Wow. We don't have any our first line mm -hmm. of defense is our diet. Mm -hmm. That's our first line of defense mm -hmm. is our diet so whatever came your cousin's way maybe if she was eating the right the, the thing that could have blocked that could have neutralized some of those things mm -hmm. that was those you know absolutely. radicals and all those things going absolutely. on absolutely maybe i'm not saying 100 percent, but maybe yeah absolutely not only because of her diet what it done physically yeah. but her mind your mindset change you become so connected with yourself when you start eating healthy and start eating clean yeah. and you get those chemicals and those dyes and all that out your body the yeah. way you think because it could have been something stressing her out that made it you know it's a lot of different factors yep but it, our first line of defense is our diet. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. You ain't got high blood pressure or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said Listen. that. Girl, Listen. I, I am almost 10 years. No, yeah, she turned 33. I'm almost 10 years your uh, senior. And I wanted to say, judging by your weight, mm. I don't know if you are already there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you are there or if you're heading in that direction. Mm -hmm. Because let's just be clear. Being overweight does not mean that you have high blood pressure, mm -mm. have diabetes. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. But it is a visual mm -hmm. of the, the, the excess fat on your body. Mm -hmm. That is your body saying, I don't like what you're giving me. Mm -hmm. And it's very unhealthy to carry extra fat on your body, especially in your midsection. Yes, it is. So, Yes, it is. Yeah. And, and no, everybody's not meant to be a size two. We know that. 
That's why I said fat. That, yeah, yeah. But I'm, sometimes it could be in your hips. Sometimes it could be in your butt. Yeah, but even having fat on you, a lot of people don't. If the fat look good, some people don't consider it fat. What? <laughs> I'm listening. And I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. I'm and listening. I'm listening. I'm listening and I'm waiting. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm saying, Jay, like, you're saying there's a visual of, you know, what you are or are not doing in your life and is manifesting as this visceral fat. Yes. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if somebody looks good in their, like, if, if they're being told by other people, the opposite sex, the same sex, or themselves, and the, that it looks good, it's not because they don't consider it fat. See, see, fat has a negative connotation attached to it. As it should. <laughs> well, it's just a fat. It's just a description. It, no, because fat, when you say, now, I'm not saying a size. When I say fat, I'm speaking. I'm not saying a size either. Right. You could be a very well, a, 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 a bigger size, but I'm speaking of your BMI right now. Me too. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, let me pick my tea back pick up. Pick your tea back up. I'm saying it doesn't, first of all, most people don't know their BMI. Let's just be clear about that. Most people don't know that. I don't even know my BMI right now. Most people don't know their BMI. We go by looks is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So you can put a scientific number with it, but people don't have their scientific data on them, nor do they seek it out. Most people go by whether or not they're a size. See, if they don't have the ailments, right? If they don't have like joint pain that might come with excess weight, if they don't, if they don't have a high blood pressure, if they don't have type two diabetes, if they don't have something that clearly can be reversed by losing weight. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? It's if they, good. if they just have the weight, Jay. If they just have the weight. Somebody might not consider that unhealthy. People equate unhealthy with diagnoses. Okay. So if they look good to themselves and others physically. Then it's all good. It's all good. Got it. So you're saying carrying excess weight. And I'm saying that it's ain't. indicative a, to. It's not for people. It, carrying excess weight is not indicative to disease or having an un, unhealthy health status. It is what am I diagnosed with? Or what am I suffering from? Okay, I know, like, I can't take two steps without being out of breath. I'm unhealthy. I need to lose weight. But what if they, they walk in pretty fairly regular? You know, like, they're not constantly out of, out of shape. They don't have sleep apnea. They don't have these things that are usually attached to being overweight. So if somebody's just overweight, so, so for a lot of people, that ain't That's enough. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You Don't act like you ain't know that. You know how we say we sometimes you gotta hear something again. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the things because I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, for sure. Because you're talking me, about by her a, weight, and I'm like, nah, that ain't yeah, enough. Just like you say, losing weight is a byproduct of eating the right thing and good health. Mm -hmm. Your sinus, like gaining weight, is a byproduct of of your health going, unless it's intentional and you've been putting extra calories, still working out, getting some right. muscle mass or but something unintentional like that. Weight but gain. Unintentional weight gain. It's, it's also a byproduct of your lifestyle. Exactly. Just so, like weight loss is a byproduct of your lifestyle. I, I, I don't. 
Yeah, so you're talking about just judging by her weight. Nah, that ain't enough. Does she specifically have high blood pressure or something like that? I didn't ask. Okay, but she's just shocked that you didn't. Yeah, she's used I'm to probably. I'm 10 years older than her. Right, so you should have something. I should have something. Ooh, child. <laughs> so yeah, that was definitely my weight. And yeah. You ain't got high blood pressure, none. <laughs> <laughs> you don't take no medication. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. But when people don't have an ailment attached to their excess weight, they will say everybody ain't meant to be a size two. And they're not. Everybody's not. Agree, but that's their two. that's their way of saying I'm I'm clearly healthy with this excess weight. All right. Forget it. I, <laughs> don't don't give up on me. Forget I, it. Really. <laughs> Forget I'm it. Rub my head. You are. Because I'm not. When I say excess weight, I'm not talking about because you're a size eight. I'm I know. I know. Eight. I know. I know. I agree with you. Pants size don't matter. We're not arguing about your pants. I no, agree. That. But that's what they. You you know that's what that's the, usually a common comeback. Okay. Well, everybody ain't meant to be small. Maybe my name even says a pant size. Everybody ain't meant to be skinny. Everybody ain't meant to be small. Everybody not meant to be a size X. I'm like, I don't care what size you are. If you if you a size two pants and your belly is sticking out like you're pregnant, you got just as many problems. I'm sorry. It ain't no, it ain't about your pant size. What that fat looking like? Okay. The visceral fat do not bother people if they don't have ailments attached to it a lot of times. And especially if they dress it up nicely. And uh, and some people dress it up really well. Everybody bat, fat belly ain't spilling over. They the sweaters, the peplum shirts, the the the, the multi layers of clothing, you know, a form fitting dress. Like some people wear it well. Yeah. Okay. You know, so I so the BMI could very well be in a dangerous zone, but if you wear it well and you constantly I mean, I don't I don't even know. I is it okay? I don't know. I, I was just reading about that. I was just reading about that. And that's another thing that research says, you know, if you're not in the danger zone for anything, being overweight can be um, okay. And I, and I just really disagree. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I disagree. I, I just, yeah. It's just an unhealthy because place your to be. heart has to work harder. Sure does. You know, it's it's more weight. All your, your fatty liver to, disease. Yeah, absolutely. It's all the inside that we can't see and it can't be diagnosed. Just like post, you know, postmortem. I was just about to bring that documentary up. Um, obesity postmortem. Yeah, That's the perfect that, example of that, that. she literally died things. of strictly obesity. Yeah. Yeah. Then no, have a heart. Yeah. And they they pulled out her liver. They said because your heart have to work hard, like you said, your organs, all this visceral fat is surrounding your organs heart was enlarged liver was fatty all of this stuff like it's not healthy but yeah. but and my sister's neighbors just dropped that from obesity um so yeah it is what it is it is what it is uh, i have a short weight what two really tiny ones the first one is one of my clients her she has type 2 diabetes and her doctor just doubled her metformin medication i said why she said, I have no idea. My A1C has been steady and in a safe place forever. I haven't had any incidents, no episodes. And she doubled my, she said she doubled my metformin to just to be safe. Just to be safe. My weight was going to come from her response. Did she comply? She complied. Hold on. She complied. And she started taking more metformin. And then she was like, oh, my God, I started having, like, really bad chronic joint pain. I started having really chronic. She was like, I couldn't even, it would keep me up at night 
the right side of my body would hurt so bad all the way down to my to like start at my hip all the way down to my toe I started having all these aches and pains and I researched it and uh myalgia chronic body aches and pains is like one of the top side effects of metformin so took the medication she was like then I then you know I came to my senses and I've since stopped taking the double dosage yeah. Yeah, she stopped taking the double dosage, but she's still taking the regular dosage that her body had adapted to. Because I can guarantee it ain't like that started off easy, too. Mm-hmm. It's just, if, she, if she had kept taking the double dosage, her body would have adapted to that dysfunction. Right. right? Anyway, um, but here's the, the second kicker of that. So the doctor doubled the metformin just to be safe. And mind you, she's in her 60s. And then the doctor tried to smooth it over by saying people also lose weight on this. Like metformin help you to lose weight. You can you can lose an average of twelve pounds a year. Ooh, dirty, 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 dirty. It's a dirty game out here. I got a second way. What too? That makes me think of it. Mm-hmm. Why in my email right now mm-hmm. there are three recalls for uh, medicine and I think some type of uh, plant thing that cause cancer. Three of them. One is Zantac. Mm. One is Zantac. Ain't that the um, sinus medication? Or Zan, what? It's a Z A N T A C. But it's for high blood pressure. Oh, it's for high blood pressure. Okay, but it's a recall on that. Um, I'm gonna look it up. But I was like, wow, all this stuff. And I always tell you that if it has been made in the last ten, there's no way we are the guinea pigs mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. We are the guinea pig. There's Absolutely. no way that they follow anyone for. 50, 40 years or whatever to oh, see what the results are going to be. They didn't do a lot. Yeah, but Mm-mm. they used to. But here's the thing about... Um, yeah, it's Zantac. It's Zantac. How um, you spell it? Z-A-N... Uh, oh, it's for heartburn relief. That's what it is. Um, Z-A-N-T-A-C. Mm. Um, yep. Okay. Zantac. Okay. Heartburn relief. Okay. Um, for what relief? Heartburn. Oh, heartburn. Okay. Yeah. Um. Dang, I was about to say something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but I. Oh, yeah. But this is so frustrating because everybody is so quick to trust. Everyone is thinks that they have our best interest, and I'm like, yep. and you sound like a quack. Like yeah. They. You sound like a complete quack saying, "I wouldn't do that if I were you." Right. Don't take those prescribed. I mean. Uh-huh. But it's been so normal. I remember that episode where we talked about how much we've modernized and normalized Western medicine to mm-hmm. the point we to the point we think, you know, medicinal and gifted people in our community who used to be considered medicine mm-hmm. men and women are quacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but because metformin has a black box warning from the FDA, a black box warning on any prescription drug means there's a serious hazard associated with that drug. Metformin has had a black box warning forever. Um, and, and your, your doc, for your doctor, for you not to, there to be not any episode, any incident and your doctor to just be like double down, like double Jay, not like a few more milligrams, double what you were taking. Can you imagine, you take your, your iron pill. You just imagine you took two instead of one. Do you know, like having too much iron can be just as toxic yeah. as not having a, like how, who, just to be safe. There's no evidence or basis for you increasing this medication. And then you try and make me feel better about it, like you could potentially lose weight. Huh? Anyway, so I was so angry. I was so angry. So, yeah, she didn't stop. She didn't took away that other other half of that dosage. Um, my second way what was <clears throat> I can't I, I, it really hurts my heart when 
us as black people uh, make like make a stereotype true right quick. Like, <laughs> I went to this new vegan restaurant in Detroit. I'm not going to name it. And the owner, it's a gentleman, and uh, we haven't even ordered yet. Me and my friend, we were going to order. And we haven't even ordered yet. And um, he on the phone, he like, excuse me for a minute. Now, I think he said, excuse me for a minute. He going to go to the back. No, he stays right there up front, like getting some, some, getting some fruit out or something. And starts yelling at the top of his lungs to what I assume was an employee. And he like, you coming in or not? This my life you playing with here. Are you coming back here or not? Either you all the way in or you all the way out. <laughs> Jay. F, you know how it start off being funny, then it keep going and you like, what, what's, what's happening? <laughs> he, just, he was so angry. He was so angry yelling at his kid. Get off the phone with him. Sorry about that. What can I get y'all? I said, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Sir, did that just happen? Me and my friend, we looking at each other. She like, what? I'm like, what? I'm like, what just happened? I mean, he was, this my life you playing with. Just right. Just um, Jay, I mean, sitting as close as I am to you. Because this, this is a very small place. This is a takeout place only. Even though it's vegan, but it's no dining in. So we're right here. Jay, I was so embarrassed. I was like, wow. And he went off. I sure enough bet you about seven minutes later, what I assumed was the kid on the other end came walking in, though. Running in. Matter of fact, he went straight to that back and got to work. <laughs> but yeah, it was pearl clutching. It yeah. was pearl clutching. I'm like... Ooh. Yeah, I mean, top you of the hands of him, your business card for you know, a coach of business, <laughs> right? Like, that's not how you <laughs> that ain't what you want. Successful culture, uh -uh. Here, sir. Uh -uh. You, you, yeah, you giving her exactly the wrong impression. So, yeah, that was my two little quick way. What that's all I really had. I was really, um, really moved by both of those. Um, I got you know, how you, um, on your way up in the world. Mm -hmm. The girl got clout, got a little pool, got a little clout. You got. had to smack your lips like that first. I, listen, there was no other way to do it. There was no other way to express that. I just realized that I got a couple connects in the world. Went to the main library in Detroit a couple days ago. Now, you know James at the library, my guy. You know James, my guy. That eyes don't twinkle. <laughs> I wish I was here right now. Go, go on. You know James, my guy. Yeah, I know. So James called me earlier in the week and mm -hmm. he said, Lisa, I said, what up, James? It, it's so crazy how some, somebody, it's certain people in my life who could call me and before I even, I answer the phone, I know they're going to get whatever they want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. James just my guy. So I'm saying, what's up, James? He said, I need you to bring me three more recipe books up here. I need to buy three more from you. I said, you got it. I said, when you need them, James? He said, just make your way up here Thursday or Friday. He called me on Monday. He said, just make your, matter of fact, he called me on last Sunday. Make your way up here by Thursday or Friday. I said, you got it, James, right? So a couple months ago, I had checked a book out the library, right? Mm -hmm. And I had checked a book out because I wanted a novel to read that wasn't something I had to learn from. What's that? Nonfiction? Fiction. Whatever fiction. it is. It was fiction. So I checked out a fiction book, right? And it was coming when my book was due. So I called the library to renew it. 
And I'm like, I need to renew my book. Some lady answered the phone. I'm like, I need to renew my book. She's like, no problem. I gave her my uh, library card number. She was like, you all set. It ain't due back to like November 19th. I'm like, perfect. Thank you so much. Boom, done, right? So fast forward to two days ago, I go up to the library to take James his book or whatever. And while I'm waiting for James to come out the back, I'm talking to the receptionist lady. And I'm like, I need to renew my book again or whatever. And she's like, okay. I said, uh, here's my library card. She said, Okay, let me pull it up. Boom, boom. She said, mm, you got the book with you? I said, no, nah, I ain't, you know, I ain't bring it. She said, we need to, um, I, we need to see the book to renew it because it's way overdue. It was due back on October. I said, no, nah. I called to renew it over the phone. I gave the lady my library card. She, she renewed it to like November 19th, November 20th. She said, no, nah, according to the computer, it was due back on October 19th. I said, yeah, it was originally, but I called and she was like, well, it ain't go through. Right. And I was like, what? Oh, madness. Oh yeah. Craziness out in this world. Right. So she said, no, nah, it didn't go through. I said, man. And then I'm going back and forth with her. And then James come out the back. So me and James just start kicking it, right? So I never got the book situation resolved. So I kick it with James. I get him the recipe books. Boom, me and him chop it up a little bit. I said, all right, James, I'm about to get out of here. So I walk off, right? And right, and I'm, I, I speak to the security guard on my way out. You know, you know, I got a little relationship with the people at the library, right? So I asked the security guard, what, you been eating right? You know, he used to me coming. He like, you the one who teaches nutrition classes? I said, guilty. So... <laughs> So, you know, so I'm feeling like real celeb, like yeah, in a library, yeah, yeah. you know, chumming everybody it out with everybody. I told everybody. Right. Know. Everybody been listening to your girl. Me. Yeah, the neighborhood nutritionist, right? <laughs> so, Jay, I forgot to get the thing squared away with my book with old girl. So, I boom, boom. All right, James. We all right. Top of 2020. We about to. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm walking out the light. I'm walking out. Talk to security guard. Walk out. And then James yell across the room, Lisa. I turn around. I say, yeah. He said that book taken care of. Don't even worry about it. I said, <laughs> I said, it show enough pays to have people in high places. You hear me? <laughs> I'm done. I am done. You got baby girl got that book. Jay. Huh? Jay. Who can do that? Who? <laughs> Who got clout? Nobody says you. Jay, when I tell you the amount of pride that welled up in my heart, I said, Cause you know, cause everybody know in life, it don't be the big things to take you out. Oh, it be the be petty nuisances, things. right? Yeah. James said, "Lees." I said, "What up, James?" He oh, said, it's it, more dramatic. Oh, okay. it's way more dramatic. Okay, it, you got a picture of the scene. All right. He said, "Don't worry about that book. We took care of it. You good?" I said, "Lord, Lord, Lord." Look, so dead. It reminds me. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Lee. I said, high flap. Did you flap your? Uh, oh, you know I flapped my coat back. You know, and swung my scarf around my neck and got it and, and hit the wind. Okay, that's the only way to do it after that. Listen, Jay, wipe all them feeds clean. All I'm saying is, when you take care of your people, they take care of you. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Facts. The lesson than that is, on your way to the top, don't burn their bridge, Man. even if it's with the librarian. That's too personal for us. <laughs> Even if it's with, I'm like, that's too personal. Never so underestimate. Some people may just buy books. No, uh-uh. no, no, no. Never underestimate 
anybody. Like, you take oh, care of everybody. Can you we hear make me? this kind of life for no, broader? No. no, it ain't going to get no more broad. No, we, we narrowing it down today. Okay, all right. Anyway. Y'all y'all heard it here first. Anyway, I couldn't wait to tell you that. Listen, <laughs> so anything pop off? Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I renew, renew, renew. <laughs> Peace, peace, peace. <laughs> no, the echo, because he was fine. Oh, no, you know oh. I taught him silly. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know oh, I was yeah. an echo. Okay. You know I was an echo. Baby, listen. I said, and, and, you know I had to look good. And the uh, security guard looking all impressed when he yelled that. I said, don't worry about it. Okay. Security. Everybody, everybody. Was everybody like, know me. Girl, everybody. A, cu a couple patrons turned around. Who's yelling? <laughs> Who's yelling? It's just me. It's just my clout. Don't worry about it. That's my clout flaring up. That's my clout flaring up. Be cool. Listen. Take a card. You look like you want to learn something about plant-based Or know me. Either way. Either way. Listen. Maybe one day your stuff can be renewed without even having Are you over here trying to get changed for a dollar? Listen. Maybe one day. You know what I mean? Ooh, that yeah. was a good one. Yeah, I just I want to share that with you. I want to share. I'm so, glad to know you. If there's any down in your mind that 2020 ain't about to be lit, because 2019 ended on a damn good note. You hear me? Ooh, yeah. So. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Lee. I said, James, my man, James. Ooh, people went high places. Yes. 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 Lord. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All righty, my friend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. This is how it all start right here. <laughs> yeah, Everybody think back. it start when, you know, when you know the owners of the clubs. No, it start right in your own backyard. <laughs> all right. What what will we be? <laughs> you, right, it's only forty nine minutes in. Uh, maybe that was it. Don't burn, don't burn bridges, especially. <laughs> wait, man, library? How did it go? Yeah, especially with your library. <laughs> you heard it? Okay, you gonna double down on that? I gave you opportunity no, to make uh, it more. Uh -uh. Okay, never. Mind. I'm knee deep in that thing. Mm -hmm. I got proof. Proof in my pudding. All right. Yeah. Um. I, we did want to talk real quickly about um asking for help. Okay. Especially if you ain't got no people in your corner. <laughs> Especially if you ain't got okay. a network of, of individuals. Okay. Like across, Lisa. Like Lisa here. <laughs> across various levels of the spectrum. Uh, professional spectrum. Uh, you going to need to ask for some help for sure. So you need to listen to this lesson. Because it ain't going to ain't nobody going to be yeah, giving it up. Yeah, I know her love again. Listen. Li this this, this, this the part. part. This turn us up. This is your part. Turn, uh, take a minute to turn us up. Okay. This is your part. If you ain't got that clout established, this is for you. Uh, but you did want to talk about because you had a little, a yeah, little flare-up. Yeah. Well, well, you know, that's always been my struggle, asking for help. Okay. Always been my struggle. And I didn't realize, I thought it was just in my personal life. Mm. I thought it was just in my personal life. I started at a new company about four months ago. And the, the person who trained me just didn't train me right. And I have to. I had to ask for a lot of a lot of questions, mm -hmm. and it was driving me to the point of I would be. And I usually don't take things home or even 
to a point when I was coming home, mm-hmm. I was just feeling overwhelmed and really just stressed out. Like mm-hmm. I hate it there. I don't like. I don't even want to go tomorrow. I don't like asking questions. I hate to need someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate to need another human being for something that I absolutely have to have. Like I need my job. Right. So I can't just bypass knowing this this thing. I need your you to assist me. And I really, really can't stand this. So I was thinking about how much, um, maybe not with that particular situation, but just asking for help, period, sometimes I realize is a lack of self-esteem mm. and a lack of confidence because people who feel very confident and adequate and feel like they are worthy, they don't mind asking mm-hmm. for your money, asking for your time, asking for your help, mm. asking for things. It's something, uh, and I realized this really um, recently, even more. I already knew this. I've already heard it. It already went past me once or twice. But recently, my son started Cub Scouts. And he started kind of later after the other kids because he brought the paper home. And he started a couple weeks after the other kids. And so when we caught wind that he was supposed to be selling popcorn, they had already, they were bringing the return in theirs to the, um, you know, to the leaders. So they were like, well, parents, the ones who, you know, just started or who haven't done it yet, you know, I'll give you like a week. Okay. I'll give you a week to get do something. Okay. And so I got this thing and I was like, okay, my baby is not about to be the only person not selling popcorn. Like this is for his, his, you know, his, his troops or his, right. Whatever. Yeah. So when I tell you, I text my whole family, like y'all need to, I need y'all to purchase some popcorn for Bryson. Yeah. Right. They ain't, nobody responded. Okay. Hit him back. Nobody responded. He, I, I screenshotted the, 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 the list. Here's what it costs. Here's, uh, you know, the thing, I'll just sign y'all name in for me. Y'all can just cash at me the money. Nobody has responded. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Right. Still did crickets. Right. One person respond. I said, okay. They like, okay, just give me this. Well, boom. Where rest of y'all at? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He needs to sell his popcorn. What y'all going to get? No response. Next day. I need to have this money. What y'all going to get? By the end of Friday, I had so everybody bought some. And I realized I was on their head so tough. Because it's my son. Right. Y'all about to buy this popcorn from my baby. Yeah. Because he, because, now if it was me, I'd have felt like kind of, but my confidence was so much like, oh, he's worth y'all putting and investing in him. Yeah. Damn it. Absolutely. You going to buy this popcorn for his Cub Scouts. He going to show up. He going to turn this money in. This y'all nephew, this y'all cousin, this is what's about to happen. That's right. And I don't care if I got to ask y'all 15 times, this is what y'all about to do. Yeah. And they did it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my confidence was that because it was for him. Yeah. And it's like, it's my son and he's worth it, damn it. And y'all better know it. 100%. And I was like, if I felt that way about myself yep. in, other, in other arenas in my life, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be so on it like that. Mm-hmm. But follow up. Hey, you're going to get this coaching? Hey, you know, I talked to you. Fr- what are you going to do? Because I'm worth you investing in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Or even with my job, I didn't get the proper training. Hey, I need that training again mm-hmm. because I'm worth you taking another um, hour, two, three to, to show me what I need to do because I'm worth you taking the time out Absolutely. to give me this knowledge that I need to move Absolutely. forward. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times we don't <clears throat> do that because it's lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. If you really went in there like, oh, I'm worth whatever I'm asking for, mm-hmm. you will come at it with a whole different just 
just power. Like mm -hmm. I, I felt I didn't have no fear to, because I was almost like, y'all bet not. And, yeah. and then if they do say no, because perhaps maybe they don't have the money right now. I'm coming, yeah. kind of, I was like, okay, I'm going to ask. At least I want to go with a hundred, a hundred and something dollars. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, I guess I'm going to have to ask a couple more people. Yeah. I guess I'm going to just, and it, it was, in my mind, it was no, absolutely, my baby is about to do this. Because it's happening. Y'all going to support it, mm -hmm. period. Yeah, I like the idea, um, the perspective that you're bringing to it. I've never heard anyone's high self-worth to uh, willingness to ask for help, mm -hmm. right? Um, so what the excuses uh, or the things that we normally say as our reasons to not want to ask for help, um, number one is embarrassment, vulnerability. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be perceived as a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. And so all of those things. Now, but it, is it necessarily a lack of self-worth or worthiness? It, sometimes it's just looked at as weak. Is that the same thing? Like I think... It is looked at because I would think the same. I was thinking the same thing until I had that revelation. It's like, you know, it's not weak. Actually, it takes a stronger person Absolutely. to ask for help. That's that timidness in you that doesn't want to do that. Yeah. You don't want to appear weak. And yeah. that's the weakness inside of you that doesn't want to appear weak because you know you need this help. Mm. So it's ego. It's ego. Yeah. You don't want to appear weak. So you're going to go. Which makes all, you weak. Which makes you weak. Yeah. Because when a person wants to learn something or they need something mm -hmm. and they feel that they deserve something. They don't care how they appear. I, this is what I need. Yeah. How many people have came to you? Um, case in point, how many people have came to you? All the people that came to you, like, listen, Lisa, I need you to coach me. I want to go on this level. I admire you. I like you. Mm -hmm. None of those people were weak. All these people were strong people yeah. and they came at you directly like, I need this help and I, I think you're the person to give it. Yeah. Usually when you're afraid and timid, and 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 don't want to be appear as weak. You're really usually the the, the weakest, the weaker link. Yeah. To me. Yeah. In that area. Yeah. I can totally see that. Um, <clears throat> I think. And and for me, asking for help is really like a shortcut. But it goes back to what I said about us being a. Well, we should be a codependent society, right? It's just we we want to be so independent. We want to do everything on our own, and it's actually a common mantra that we hear in our community i don't like asking nobody for nothing mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i don't like asking anybody for anything because it number one we have a lot of us um have a fear that people are going to let us down and be yeah and we're going to be and disappointed be on. yes it can't yeah. rely on people they're going to disappoint you right and that's all about your individual experience that's all about your exposure because i don't have that experience so i don't have fear about asking for help because mm -hmm. i really believe i could get good help Right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes if you've been let down so much, I can see how you could develop that shell to where I'll just be my own hero 100 percent of the time. Yeah. And that <clears throat> also when you say you've been let down so much, it, it goes deeper. Why do you keep the people around you so tight, so close mm -hmm. that disappoint you and let you down all the time? Mm -hmm. Or why are you? It reminds me of a girl who I was Facebook friends with middle school. And I, was, I think I was just telling you um, something about it earlier where she got breast cancer, four kids, and she was going on Facebook every single day mm -hmm. talking about how she didn't have a car, how she had to catch the bus to, to get her treatments, how she had to get, um, you know, nobody watched her kids and they had to go on the bus with her and all this different stuff. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to her and I, and I said... You know, she, she was constantly saying, family ain't nothing. My family ain't nothing. I have to depend on myself. My family ain't nothing. So I reached out to her and I said, hey, 
you know, I know we haven't seen each other in a while, but I see that you're having trouble getting to your ready to your treatments. Um, this was at the time I was working at the gym. I had more free time. And I said, I can take you a couple of times a week. Mm -hmm. I can take you to your appointments so that you don't have to catch the bus. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, my God, thank you. Never heard from her again. Sometimes people just want the help from where they want it from. Yeah. And if those people aren't the one you're mad and you won't go to the actual the actual source that actually could help you. Yes. Right? Yep. So you just you bypass in my head because you probably want it from your mom or want it from your brother or want it from your friends or want it from No. Sometimes we have to recognize who is available to, to me to help me. That's that's a very it may good not be point. the color you want them to be or the you know, or the the relationship you want it to be. Yep. That's a very good point that you want it from where you want it from. It's just like when you gave that good example of um, when people don't get the results they want in weight loss because they wanted to lose their hips or their stomach, but their knee pain went away, their blood pressure went down, they don't care about none of that because that ain't what they were Oh, out that's there not what for. my eyes were set that, on. Exactly. So I'm going to, I'm not going to appreciate what, what I did get out no. of this. Because that's not what I was here for. I'm what I didn't get because, you know, like we said, the, the red car syndrome. Yep. We only see what we want to see. Once you start saying, you know, I want a red Corvette, you're going to start seeing red Corvettes everywhere. So then no one helps me. So that's all you're going to see is no one, no one helps, helps me. me. Oh, that's the and thing. It's, yeah. and, and, and sometimes that's not even true. So it's yep. lack of self-esteem. Yep. Um, fear of being disappointed. Yep. Not wanting the, the the help from the source that you can actually get it not from. Get, yeah. Because even uh, we talk about that with weight loss and, and things like that. We want our husbands, our spouses to support, to be our support. Yeah. For Meanwhile, this, for your coworkers supporting you. They all clapping. Your oh, good you friends flat face now. Well, but people at church supporting you. But because you're not getting the support from your husband, you say, I'm not getting support. Yeah. No one supports me. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's a, that's uh, a, a huge lesson in um, self-awareness. Yeah. And because you're right, if it doesn't come from where we want it to come from, we say we're not getting it at all. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So, That's yeah, good. there's a lot of things when it comes to help that you can strengthen yes. and work on so you can get the help that that you deserve. Absolutely. A lot of people deserve help, but for whatever whatever reason, yep. they just lack, lack getting it because... They can't tap into it can also whatever. Be, yeah, but it can also be projection. Are you giving help? Oh, man, that's a big one. Oh, that's are a big you one. who because, you're trying to attract? Because, you know, have you ever seen people in the hospital? Of course you have. Mm -hmm. Posting pictures mm -hmm. and no one's come to visit them. Mm -hmm. Who would you have visited? More importantly, who would have visited? Who would, you, who would have saw you if you weren't in the hospital? Mm -hmm. What makes you think mm -hmm. now that you're in the hospital, you don't, you, you don't build bonds with anyone in your regular life, see anyone, call anyone, when you healthy. do anything right. for anyone while you're healthy and outside the hospital. Right, right. But yeah. now you think they're going to come see you when you're in the hospital? Yeah, no. yeah it's projection. It's, Absolutely. Yeah. Are you, are you a helper? You want help. You want help. You say nobody gives help. You want support. You say nobody gives support. Are you a supporter? Are you a helper? Are you are you who you want to attract? Yeah. You know, so um, breaking down that ideology around this, nobody is there for me. I need to do it on my own. Let me just fill my closet up with capes because I don't need nobody else to be my own, my hero. I'm going to be it for myself. It's just an unhealthy way um, to get ahead in life. And it's the hardest way. Mm -hmm. Literally asking for help is such a shortcut, Jay. So, so, prime example, you know, I've been 
on my, my spiritual journey, right? And yesterday I went to a brunch at a really good friend's house. And there were several people at this brunch who I had never met before. I knew some of the girls, some of them I didn't know. And so my friend who threw the brunch, Nedda, you know, Nedda is really like into her Christianity, mm-hmm. right? It's a big deal for her. And so one of the girls who she invited to the brunch, um, Nedda had actually met at a Bible study. And so Nedda was like, we about to play some games. So she started naming. She was like, we could play this game. We could play this game. She was like, and she said it just like almost in passing. She's like, oh, yeah. And if anybody wants um, my friend Mary to pray for them, then y'all can step in the back bedroom mm-hmm. and get a quick prayer session, too. Like, this is that's part of brunch, too. Like, mm-hmm. we offering up some services today, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, eh? Okay. Prayer session. I ain't about to turn down no free prayer now. Oh, no, you never do. No, no, no. So I was like, yeah, I do. I said it early, but you know, we weren't about to do it till later, but I said it early, like, or whatever. And so when, um, a couple hours later, when people maybe were getting ready to go, Mary was like, if anybody had mentioned that they wanted me to pray for them, we can go in the room now. So, you know, me and Mary went to the back room or whatever, did a phenomenal job. She started telling me about her story. I told her what I wanted her to pray for, for me and all this stuff. And it was just a real, it was just so nice. It just felt so good. Um, (laughs) and at the end of our prayer session, I was like, oh, I need your number. Um, I, I'm about to make, I don't, she's, she's, she's a makeup artist by day. Mm-hmm. Okay. She owns her, her own uh, makeup artistry company. I was like, I don't really know what you think you do. I was like, but you about to be my new spiritual coach. She just started laughing. <laughs> right. She's like, huh? I was like, yeah. I was like, um, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Then you just got bullied into that. Um, I was like, you know, because, you know, we get coaches for, we get financial coaches, we get fitness coaches, we get health coaches, you know, and a lot of people are have spiritual coaches, you know, and prayer partners and all that stuff. I mean, I'm like, why would I be trying to get more grounded on my own? Let me just ask for help. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's the problem. I'm like, why would I even... It's such a shortcut. I'm like, you can teach. She was, she was like, yeah, because there's a certain, there's different mythologies to pray in. Yeah. And she's like, you know, and, and then and then she actually started the prayer for me with, you know, when God, God said when two people mm-hmm. come into prayer, two or more, it's even more powerful. I'm like, oh, he said that? That makes sense. That makes sense. That's what I'm be doing. Oh, well, let me go get another person on my team then. Yeah. Right? I'm just, just trying to get a little more well-versed in this. So at the end of the session, I was like, um, I'll call you on Monday and we'll set up our schedule. Jay, she might have been like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to you Monday. Yeah, yeah, see you then. We'll talk details then. Help just right off the cuff. Absolutely, I did. Yeah. I, I saw the gift in her right away. I, I, but more importantly, my, my, my soul did, my spirit, my energy. Like, I felt amazing all day. But that's a, another part of self-awareness. Yeah. That you recognize a need and you, because sometimes we just, like you say, adjust to the dysfunction yep. and we think we don't need help when we really, Facts. really do. Facts. So it's, it's levels to, to needing help, wanting help, seeking help, getting yep. help, yep. you know, need, knowing you need help probably yep. is not one. Yeah. And in this case, I don't even know if it's help because I didn't feel lost or that I had hit a place where I had went as far as I can go in my spirituality. It was more like guidance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I never, I never before that moment had considered having a spiritual coach. But isn't coach. guidance considered help? I guess. But but to me, help feels like I don't know what the next step to take. Help sometimes is interpreted as I'm lost as to how to do this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that mm-hmm. at all. Like, I 
felt perfectly fine where I was. Mm -hmm. But I just saw the gift in her and was like, it wouldn't hurt to just have somebody. I had, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it, I just, yeah. So I, they can be the same, but to me, they also can be different. Yeah. And yeah, maybe we're not going to call it help us. Certain things are maintenance too. Yeah. You know, let me, I'm on this level. I don't want to go lower than I, than I am. I yeah. want to, you know, go higher. Yeah go forward yeah so let me get someone who i know can assist me maybe yeah. it's assisting versus help i don't know i don't know is, i don't care what we call it yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah but, but yeah to your point yeah that that level of self-awareness and we probably need to um I, I would love to do an episode about you know maybe three to five ways in which you can increase your level of self-awareness because yeah. we bring it up a lot yeah. in my mind whether we're on the podcast or not and but the next thing is, well, how do I get that level of self-awareness so I can have that discernment, um, so I can get rid of that ego around some of this stuff, and so that I can attract, attract who I want yeah. to be. I yeah. think, I, I know, it, you know, you said next podcast, but one of the things I would definitely suggest is actually listening to that voice of it, it's not right. A lot of us, um, mm. you know, being in this individualistic society, we, we think, we think we're taking care of our needs by just going forward with something that's not right instead of sometimes inconveniencing ourselves, sacrificing something that we really want um, in order to just do the right thing. Yeah. For instance, ever since you told me, sometimes I hate that when I hear something, I can't just, I can't shake it. Can't Ever since you it. told me about um, Amazon Prime, now I'm thinking about, I'm going to order something when we go to Jamaica and I'm like, dang, I can't get it on Prime. I can't get it in two days because they overwork them when it comes on Prime. I, I, it's never been any of my thoughts. I can't order on Amazon Prime anymore. Yeah. Yep. Just because it's my small part. So that, when you start feeling in things that you're supposed to do right, yes. it's just more right things start to come yes. and more self-awareness starts to come. Yes. And it's just a natural process. Yes, 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 yes. Instead of folding to um, convenience, convenience and... Yeah. Um, uh, normalism, yeah. right? Or it's just yeah. the way we do things. Like, yeah. what, 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 what I'm gonna do is literally a billion people still ordering Amazon oh. Prime. What me not ordering? How that's gonna help them? They still gonna have to work hard, yeah. you know. Instead of trying to overgeneralize like that to let yourself off the hook. Yeah, we overgeneralize to let ourselves off the hook, and you know, whoever you might tell might be affected. So now, absolutely, it's, we're all we're you know we're we're united, even though we're separate. But now it's five of us. Now it's ten of us. Now it's because someone you heard it on documentary, someone or something. Yes. So, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, that high level of self-awareness. And I think one of our tips is also going to be about um, listening to your intuition. Because even since I told you guys, you and Tiff on the podcast, about when you don't listen to that voice that tell you to do something, it's d disobedience. Like, I've even, like, got, like, it'd be weird. Like, when I was in church today, like, we were standing, we were praying or something, standing up, holding hands or something, and I had my right hand was holding somebody else's hand but i was on the end seat so my left hand was just didn't hold anybody so i had just a closed fist mm -hmm. and i just heard someone say like open okay. up your palm and be ready to receive mm -hmm. you know what i mean well before i would have ignored that yeah like stop looking so tight because i'm hyper ever since coming back from dc i'm hyper aware about body language i told you about that body language expert no. I tell you about it when we get offline. Okay. But <laughs> so I'm hyper aware about body language now. So I'm like, okay, open your hands up, open your heart up, like spread your chest so your heart is ready to receive. I'm just like, be in a receiving stance at all times. At all times. And so I'm hearing these voices, and I'm hearing because the voices are coming from lessons you've learned that you've previously ignored. You know. And so just being more obedient 
to my intuition, to my intellect, um, and to humankind. Mm. You know, it's really, it's, it's really good. It really gets good. Anyway, uh, that, that's all you want to share was about help today. Yeah, I feel real good about everything. Listen, I, this is my very first time saying the website, but if you are not already, please make sure you are inside of the Academy, www.theblackhealthacademy.com. This is a free platform where you can join to hear masterclasses on chronic disease prevention and reversal for African-Americans or people of color, where you can get free workouts, where you can get plant-based nutrition, recipes, cooking videos, tips, um, and then also mental health. I also upload a lot of my lectures that I do at our signature first Saturday class entitled Get Planet, Introduction to a Whole Food Plant-Based Lifestyle. That is every first Saturday in downtown Detroit. Our next one is coming up in a few days on December 7th. Super excited about that. Uh, I got a new chef that's going to be bringing some food, some plant-based food. Jay, I ordered some more food from a new chef this past Friday. Um, I meant to tell you about this. She, one of the salads she gave me was kale and beet greens so that was the plants right kale and beet greens then it had the pomegranate seeds with the raw red onion you know how medicinal we know that is the raw red onion the pomegranate seeds pear Mm. right Mm. and roasted carrots very different combination and was it yummy it surprisingly slapped surprisingly slapped and this is the oh, benefits of having a chef because i would have never did that you know what i mean surprisingly slapped. <laughs> she said what you want me to bring you which i said just i want to taste more of your food so just bring me whatever so yeah that that was good and then she made me a roasted vegetable salad so it had uh, kale and some and spinach i think as the base but then the roasted vegetables was roasted cauliflower brussels sprouts um sweet potato and squash right i said with some chimichurri so i said ma'am you're just trying to be the top go-to chef mm-hmm. here at these here companies ain't you so she's doing good so she's gonna um make some food for our first saturday class here in detroit and um bring it for our for our attendees so i'm excited about having a new chef and i, I told her if this goes well and she does a, a great job not just with the food but overall professionalism and presentation then uh she'll she can potentially be our go-to chef uh, for farm to table so i'm excited so got some new foods i'm trying out um so uh, saturday december 7th so if you're not in the detroit area though i do record most of those lectures i do at that class and i upload them into the black health academy so i said all that to say you have to get inside the Black Health Academy. If you like what you hear on this podcast, if you like the information that Jay and I share, it's only more where that comes from. Um, I often sit down and interview individuals about um, specific topics in black health. I'm about to do another interview with Tracy. She oh, excited. Okay. Yeah, she want to talk about her. We got to update the people on her journey. So uh, if you're inside the Black Health Academy already and you uh, in the master school, you saw an interview with one of my former clients, Tracy. The name of the interview is The 600-Pound Vegan. Tracy used to be 600 pounds. She's down in her threes now, close to her twos. Uh, and she's a plant-based vegan. And she just tells her story and working with me. And then we're going to do an updated interview actually next week. So a lot of good stuff coming inside the Black Health Academy, guys. Make sure you get in there. Make sure whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, you follow us, whether it be SoundCloud, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Stitchers, CastBox. Make sure you follow us so that you get notified straight away every time there's a new episode. Thank you 
to everyone who has uh, recently left us some reviews. We've been reading reviews on uh, Instagram. Matter of fact, let me read the one I sent you, Jay. I'm going to read this interview really quickly because it feels so good to hear that somebody listened to the podcast for the first time and was really, really moved by it. So um, let me see what her, I'm going to give her a shout out. Uh, this young woman, she left us a comment and her name is Shush PR on IG. And she says, this was my first time listening to a podcast and I chose yours. So not just our podcast, a podcast in life. <laughs> Shout out. Wow. Hey, trailblazers. We should have put that on a black health history segment. Uh, <laughs> this was my first time listening to a podcast and I chose yours as my first one to listen to. I met my family for dinner on my way home from a business trip. Most of the dinner, I talked about the changes I want. I wanted to make in my life just from listening to this podcast. I can't believe I have never listened before. Now, I am really encouraged and motivated about what's next for me. Thank you. With three exclamation points and two fire emojis. <laughs> Hello. You are more than welcome. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for listening, Shush PR. Hope you listen back in. We really, really appreciate you. So keep leaving those reviews, guys, on wherever you see the podcast uh, graphic posted or wherever you're listening to. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back in two weeks. Listen, it's the day before Thanksgiving. So you guys have an absolutely amazing, preferably plant-based mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. Um and if you haven't already, you can check out my interview on YouTube. Google A Walk in Health uh, with Lisa A. Smith. A Walk in Health is the name of the talk with Lisa A. Smith. And in that 30-minute segment, I actually give you tips on how to have a more plant-based Thanksgiving. So if it ain't too late, uh, go on, check it out, and maybe you can switch up some stuff this year for the fam. Until next time, guys. Don't burn no bridges, especially with the librarian. <laughs> Be well. <laughs>